0: The United States Champion of Justice, fixing America's issues one state at a time.
1: We have serious problems to solve, and we need serious people to solve them.
0: Welcome to the Darien America Show on WCGO. This is America. Don't got you slipping no. <laughs> on. No. Good afternoon, what and what welcome to now. the Darien America Show, America. WCGO, 1590 AM, slipping, no. simulcast 95.9 slipping, FM. We back, y'all. We are back and we are dealing with some stuff today, man. But, of course, I got to introduce my board up. My man, 50 Grand, is in here with me. Randellius, a.k.a. The Matrix. What's up, Randall? What up, D? How you doing, baby? Man, I can't complain. I'm here and I'm here to talk about it. So, thank you for being with me today. I got my man Randall with me, making me sound good. And we're going to get right to it, y'all. Social responsibleness. I'm going to kick it off with that, man. I, we got a lot to, there's a lot to jam in this little hour, man. But social responsibility. There was a story that came out, and I'm not going to report it. I did put it on my page because I'm not one to ever put anybody in the ground unless they're going into the ground. So if you're curious about to what I was talking about earlier, just join my page, Darian America or Darian D. Silk Sims. You can go find out what I'm talking about. But I'm not going to be the one to jump out there and report this first. That is called social responsibleness. <laughs> and we have a few people who have been socially irresponsible, and I will get to them as the time goes on. So let's talk about it first. You know, we got to do our COVID-19 coverage. Governor Prickster. I can never say that man's name right. Prister, Prixter, JB. <laughs> he has extended us, y'all. We are to stay quarantined until May 30th. And I know I am going stir crazy. I am going ridiculously crazy being quarantined. Even though I come to work and, you know, we're very social responsible, social responsibleness. I don't know if that's a word, but I'm 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 inventing that word. We're very socially responsible around the station. I mean, we clean up after ourselves. We man, we spray everything. So we're safe here. You know, Randall is way past six feet past me behind the producer's booth. So we are socially responsible. Governor Prister has said he's going to quarantine us for an additional 30 days. So we're going to May 30th. But some states are opening up. We got Florida. You know, they said, man, look, we tired and we hot. (laughs) So they're opening up their beaches. And following right behind them is Georgia. Georgia says, you know what? They are tired of waiting and they are going to open up certain places of business. Is that socially responsible right now? How do you feel about Georgia and Florida opening up their borders? They say they're getting tired, man. They're getting ready to just, you know what? We've done our coronavirus stuff. We've washed our hands. We're paying attention. We're being socially distant. But we're getting ready to open back up. What do you think about that? Call me at 877-711-5611 and let me know how you feel about Governor Prister extending us and Florida and Georgia opening up. Now, I started off by talking about social responsibleness. I had to talk about that because um, (sighs) good old President Donald Trump, number 45, president of the United States. You know, that's a job that as little kids, they always teach us. They say, man, you know, you should want to be president. When you grow up, don't you want to be president? I don't think I want to be president now, man. I'm good on president. And I must say, Donald Trump is dealing with a crisis that we have never seen in our lifetimes. You know, I've only been here for 44 years, you know, Randall in his early 30s. So we've only seen so much and we've seen some some incredible feats here. You know, I think 9-11 was the absolute worst thing that you could possibly imagine. But COVID-19 is running a close second. (laughs) And our president, good old Donald Trump. Now, y'all know how I feel about the office of the presidency. I don't diss him. You know, a lot of people talk really bad about Trump, and I just say, hey, look, man, he ran, he won. The Electoral College says he won. So we didn't have any hanging chads. (laughs) But he's our president until he's no longer president. But he made some very irresponsible statements, basically saying that, People should ingest disinfectants. You know, they should take a shot of Clorox. (laughs) And some people have done that. Some people in New York have ingested disinfectants. And it's been like 30 people that have been rushed to emergency rooms because Donald Trump said this would be a good idea. And I did hear him kind of backpedaling on that. He said, well, you know what? I was just joking. I was talking to the reporter in jest. But when you are the leader of the free world, you are the commander in chief. You have to be careful with things that you say. So my man Randall just hit me with another thing. (laughs) Randall, can you tell me what you told me before we started the show today? Tell me what you you found out on on the net, the World Wide Web.
1: So I'm flying through Twitter, and we had a uh, so there was a nurse that posted about you know I've seen a few cases now of people ingesting, um, Clorox mm-hmm. and other such disinfectants. Well, another nurse chimed in and said, "Well, that's nothing. I saw a man do a bleach enema, mm. and he's being treated for internal and external burns, and had a psych eval. His <laughs> reasoning behind it was Donald Trump had said it would cure coronavirus.
0: Uh, so <laughs> Donald Trump says that." Bleach will cure the coronavirus, and you need to stick it up your backside. Well, there's a lot of places I'd like for Donald Trump to take his words and shove them, and that's probably one of the places that I would want him to put it. You gotta be socially responsible, man, when you're in that type of position. I mean, <laughs> this, this idiot, I'm sorry, this jackass, went and took some bleach and stuck it up his backside trying to cure the coronavirus. Let just just think on that for a second. <laughs> I mean, that's the old adage. If if he told you to jump off a bridge, would you do it? Well, forty five. You got to be more socially responsible, man. You you have to be responsible. Like I did today. You know, Randall and I, we came across this story that came up, and we just didn't feel like it was up to us to report it, and we weren't going to do it. So no. What state are we covering today? I'm going into that kind of early today. I usually take two segments, but social responsibleness is probably the first state we need to talk about. But we are talking about the coronavirus and can you survive it? You know, when you hear it, it's very scary, the way that the world has reacted to it. And you tell them right away. I mean, they're saying it's like a death sentence, man. And they they beat us over the head. J.B. Prister is telling us every day about the new cases. I mean, you're going to have new cases because you opened up testing facilities. So yeah, you're going to get a lot of new cases. And he tells us faithfully every day at 2.30 how many people have died from the coronavirus. But has he told us about those who've survived it? And people have survived it. And coming up in my second segment, we will speak with somebody who actually survived COVID-19. So before I go deep into that, yeah, the draft is is going right now. The draft is going right now. And I like to talk about things and throw them out there because we've got so much. I mean, they beat us over the head with COVID-19. I'm so glad those videos stopped coming to my inbox. But we are still aware. But you got to talk about things and try to move life forward. Even though we all are all quarantined, the draft is going, man, and the Bears they got some new players. They're actually in the, the third round right now, well, at least from what I remember. And my buddies have been keeping me in tuned. But I'm a little bit upset. I'm upset that they did not get my man's 50 grand. I wanted Jalen Hurst in a Bears uniform. I mean, me and my boys, we argued about it yesterday. And I know my, my audience is mainly female. So, ladies, like I tell you, you have to kind of know a little bit of something, something. Because if you don't, you know, you, you, you want to see what that man is being distracted by sometimes. And if you can sneak in a, a sports fact for him, that impress him. I mean, he's always trying to impress you. Impress him sometimes. The Bears, in the second round, they drafted a tight end from Notre Dame. <laughs> and that, I mean, me, I ain't high up on Notre Dame, man. Notre Dame is so overrated, and I know I got some people in, in Indiana and South being ready to tear my head off. I don't care, but I'm going to hope for the best. Tight end, Cole Kmet. They took him, and they say he was actually projected to go in the first round, but he had some injuries to start his last season in college. So, Ferris got him. And they also got a cornerback, Jalen Johnson, a few picks right behind him. So, they did address their needs. Okay, we needed a tight end, even though we had Adam Shaheen, who was drafted, I guess, a year or so ago, maybe two years. we Three years ago, well... <laughs> I ain't see him on the field too much, so I don't know if he was even there. He was just stealing money. Yeah, we had Trey Burton. He was a Super Bowl champion. Yeah, well, we got his old teammate that made him look good a few years ago in Nick Folds. But they are addressing their needs. So what state are we covering? We're covering the state of social responsibleness and the state of survival. Here on the Darien America Show, WCGO 1590 AM. You want to call in? 877 877- 7 11 56 11. Let's go. Welcome back to the Darien America Show, WCGO 1590 AM, Simulcast 95.9 FM. We are talking the state of survival today, y'all. They have been beating us up with the coronavirus. It's every, every day, all day, everything we talk about. But it can be survived. On the line with me now, he's a good friend of mine. He's definitely been, man, we've been doing karaoke for a long time together. But he's somebody that, that man, I, I feel good about. And, I'm, you know, I was blown away when he called me the other day and told me that he actually had the coronavirus. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome my man Frank Walker, a.k.a. Frank the Tank, to the Daring America Show. What's up, Frank? Hey,
2: what's up, Silk? How you doing?
0: Man, the question is how you doing, man. I miss hearing you sing, man. I need to hear that hootie and the blowfish, and I need to hear the bodies hit the flow, man. What's happening? Uh, oh,
2: nothing, man. It's just, you know just taking one day at a time now man you know this this virus is I mean it's something really to, to think about you know and I mean it's it's taking out a lot of people man a lot of people
0: it really has but you won that it didn't take out man and that's why I definitely wanted to get your story on the show today so before we you know kick the bobos a little bit that's a that's a terminology for hanging out. <laughs> Tell me, Frank, <laughs> take me back to when you first started feeling sick, man. What what happened to you?
2: Well, I um, it started off as a, a cold, you know, stuffy nose, um, a little cough. Um, and I'm like, oh, wow. You know, so I end up going to the store, you know, about some cough syrup and everything, mm-hmm. you know. I didn't think nothing else up because I'm taking that, and as it goes on, it got the cough got worse. It, it come, went from a cough to like a a deep cough. No, then my nose got stuffy, and um, you know I couldn't breathe. You know because I had all the, all the cold inside my chest, mm-hmm. and um, and I'm like I couldn't figure out like you know I'm, I'm thinking it's a, it's a cold maybe, you know just a bad cold and. One day I just went to sleep and I couldn't, couldn't move. Mm. Couldn't do nothing. Um, I lost a sense of taste in my mouth, Um, you you know, and your your tongue actually turns white with your lips. Everything, it seems like it just starts shutting down, or I don't know, not shutting down, but it's, You know, you feel your tongue like it's heavy Mm -hmm. and, like, taste in your mouth.
0: Now, you said to me we were on the phone, man. Tell me what that taste was like. I want you to say it from your own words. I didn't want to take that from you because when you said that to me, that's when I really popped up. What did did the taste in your mouth taste like?
2: It tastes like death.
0: Mm. Wow. It it tastes, it tastes, a horrible
2: taste that you... You, you know, it's just oh, you just you know, it's like wow, it's all in your room. You can smell it. Mm. You can smell this stuff. It's It's like wherever you at, sitting. If you land in your bed, you can smell this stuff, man. And um, it feels like you know when you go to the hospital mm. and 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 they um and if somebody's on you know it's on a, um you know on that the uh, the tube yeah, down the. So it actually smells like when it's, you know, your breath, you know, like, gotcha. you know, it's breathing for you or something, you know, and it's that smell is just, oh, wow.
0: Okay. <laughs> so you are not alone when you went through that. Your mother actually contracted it as well. So did she, yes. did she get it, like, as the same time you had it, or she got it a little bit after you started to kind of recover?
2: I think we got it almost at the same time. As I was recovering, I was moving, getting mm-hmm. up, walking around, and that's when it hit her, and uh, she was downstairs. And, uh, you know, it was late. You know, she was watching movies. I'm like, hey, you coming upstairs?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And she just, you know, doing the whole thing, she's like, yeah, I was here. You know, and, and I didn't think nothing of it. Then I was like, are you coming upstairs? And when she tried to get up, she couldn't get up. Wow. As I was taking her to the stairs, she fell on the steps, and I had literally had to pick up and pick her upstairs and, and lay her in her bed. And okay. that's when I knew. I was like, she's got it.
0: She's okay. She's.
2: And it, I think it hit her more than it, it hit me, you know. So the um, things that
0: they've been saying to us has been consistent, that the, the elderly or those that are older, upper in years, it does hit them much harder than it, it hits us. You know, we kind of— We can handle a little bit better, but the older generation, they are definitely at at risk for contracting this. So I want you to tell me, what did you do to start getting better? And what what are the things that you did? Because there's no cure for this. There's no cure. They're trying to find um, a vaccine, but right now there's nothing that they can do for us. What did you do to start your process of trying to recover? And it actually brought you back to us today.
2: Uh, well, liquid. You got to have soap. I mean, it's because of the the taste that's in your mouth. Mm-hmm. You constantly need water, like every forty five minutes to an hour. You got to keep pouring water, uh, down, sucking on water, something hot, maybe some tea or something like mm-hmm. that. I end up taking some um um for the for the for the um in my chest congestion in my chest. I took some hyosinette. Okay. And which is which was the peel? They have the liquid and they have the peel. Mm-hmm. I took the peel, and um, I just just so happened to have to have some. And, um, and maybe by taking those two peels, the next day I, I I could feel it's working. You know, I'm coughing up all this cold and everything. And when I'm saying I'm coughing up, it's like I'm coughing up my lungs. Mm. It's like totally black. You know, when I'm coughing up. And, okay, you know stuff like that, and. Um, i I'm drinking a lot of water, tea. Also, I um, took some ginger with some, with, with a tea bag. You mm-hmm. know, made a tea out of it, and it kind of helped me a little bit too. You know, but the the problem was the thing is is just you, you got to keep yourself hydrated as your as your you lose your taste or mm-hmm. smell. And when I say taste or smell, you water tastes like water tastes bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, you know, <laughs> Thanks you, for
0: editing yourself, man. <laughs> Wow! So the water actually was tasting bad, huh?
2: Yeah, everything tasted. You you couldn't taste nothing; it just tasted bad. But you knew you had to have it. You knew you had to drink it. You knew you needed this to to get your system hydrated, to 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 stay alive, man. Because honestly, I'm telling you, I think that's the problem with people. What if I was at home by myself? Hmm. I don't think I would have made it. Wow! It just so happened my mother happened to be there and happened to give me water and we both going through this so after I got well it hit her and I'm seeing her I'm looking at her expression she's losing her her tongue turns white her, her lips turns white and I was like and I'm saying to myself you know I, I mean I had tears not out of my
0: eyes okay absolutely I can imagine if mom is going through something I mean you've known her longer than anybody else on this planet so Tell me, do you think because you're a first responder, you actually do work in a very high volume area where you come in contact with people from all walks of life? Where do you think you got yes, it from phil
2: I, I mean I'm gonna be honest, I mm-hmm. think some everybody has this and mm-hmm. okay people walk around um don't know you know uh. How you know bumping into it? You can touch. It. You can get it by touching stuff. Yep. Not washing your hands.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I, you know, I was around a whole lot of people at the time. You know, this stuff was going going on, and you know, and I, I could have caught it in it, between that
0: time from anywhere. Okay, I got you. So yeah. now we we fast forward, and you're here. You are here, and yeah. I wanted definitely for the people to know. What are you doing now that you're well, that you, your mom is well? What are you doing now as, as far as, did you go back to work? What, is, what, do, what does Frank Walker do now that he survived the COVID-19 virus?
2: Well, right now, I got my mask right now. And believe it or not, I'm back at work <laughs> doing Wow, what I like to do if I can help people. I'm actually working at a, a facilities where they're doing corona testing at right now in Markham.
0: Okay. And they have said that if you've contracted the virus and you survived, you have the antibodies to actually defend it, and you shouldn't be able to get it again, right?
2: Right. I shouldn't. Right. Yeah, that's what they
0: said. But you're still practicing social distancing. and still, still being safe.
2: Yes, and wearing my mask and everything. Yes, Yeah.
0: Wow. Frank, that is incredible. But the biggest thing that I took from that, I mean, and I listened to everything you said. You also mentioned to me that Tylenol helps you a lot versus ibuprofen that we shouldn't probably we shouldn't take ibuprofen over Tylenol right
2: right ibuprofen okay it's ibuprofen based like ibuprofen advil and aleve mm. do not take that because both all three of those are ibuprofen based mm-hmm. that that triggers the virus inside of you and it does more harm inside of you than anything so the best thing is to take is Tylenol or aspirin
1: Mm,
0: Okay. And you are back on the front line. You actually went back to work and you're helping people who think they may have it. You're at a facility where they're actually doing the testing, correct? Yes. Wow. Frank, that is miraculous. And the thing is, I'm sure that there are a lot of people who have dealt with the same thing that you've dealt with. And the thing that I hear a lot from people is you have to stay hydrated, like you said. You know, you got to get your rest. You need to quarantine for those fourteen days because you are definitely, you know, you can give the virus around, and you got to make sure that you stay safe. And you are back out on the front lines, being a first responder, still working.
2: Yeah,
0: that is incredible. I think, yeah,
2: thank you, thank you. You know, it's yeah, you know, just I all praise to God, man, and you
0: know. Frank, I am totally blown away by your story, and I'm glad that you shared your story. I wanted to make sure I talked to everybody about this, because they have not been teaching us, if you contracted, what do you do? I mean, a lot of, if it was up to me, I think you just go into the hospital, and you go in isolation, and you wait to die. Those are my opinions, but everybody's got one of those, right? <laughs> Frank, I want to, is there anything else you need to say to us before we let you go?
2: Uh, no, I mean, you know, I'm glad, you know, I, I got on here to give information for people that didn't know any, didn't know anything or what to do or how, you know, how you go about and stuff like this. So, you know, I'm, I'm just glad that, you know, I, I talked to you when we got on here and spread the information out.
0: Thank you very much for your story, Frank, and you stay safe out there. Ladies and gentlemen, Frank Walker joining Daring America, WCGO 1590 AM, Simulcast 95.9 FM. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's go. Hi, I'm Darian D. Silk Sims, the host of the Darian America Show. And I want to let you know that you're listening to the podcast version of the Darian America Show, which airs every Saturday from noon to 1 central on WCGO Radio. Tune in live from 1590 AM and 95.9 FM in the Chicagoland area, Radio.com, or watch the live feed at facebook.com slash Radio. The latest podcast episode becomes available every Sunday. You can find it, Rate it and subscribe to it on Apple podcast Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. If you'd like to get in touch about the show or inquire about sponsorship opportunities and rates, please reach out to DarianAmerica at hotmail.com. Okay, back to the show. Welcome back to the Darian America Show, WCGO 1590 AM, Simulcast 95.9 FM. We're covering the state of survival, man, surviving the coronavirus. My friend just called in. He's somebody who is a first responder and he did contract COVID-19. He and his mother both battled it off and they won. So my big thing about talking about this today, because social responsibleness is something that popped up on my feed today as well. You know, (laughs) our president telling people to ingest cleaning solutions that would kill COVID-19. It'll kill COVID-19 along with a whole bunch of other stuff. I totally understand that much. But Frank was he was detailing his story. He survived it. You know, I have a fraternity brother, one of my ships. You know, I've talked about this before. You know, we pledged together. Ah, let me, I didn't say that word out loud. We're a non-hazen organization. Nobody pledges fraternities anymore. You know, we did the membership intake together. <laughs> and um, he's been... <laughs> Shut up, Randall. <laughs> Randall back to laughing at me. Um, he's been battling COVID-19, and he's surviving it. And the things that that Frank said is something that he's been going through. He's self-quarantined. You know, he's pumping a lot of fluid, a lot of orange juice. You know, something else. We got to get some sunlight in our system, man. That's vitamin D. You got to get outside and get you some sun. Well, of course, if you're quarantined and you're fighting that virus, just open the the curtains up. But I wanted Frank to come on. And, and, you know, I kind of went back and forth with this topic when I first uh, came up with it. I was like, is it socially responsible for me to report this. I am a member of the media. You know, I work for a radio station, talk radio. And I have a responsibility to my peers, to the public. I wanted this to be out there because I don't know for sure if I had it, but I felt like I had a taste of COVID-19. You know, there was one point where I had a really bad cough. I had the congestion. And Frank said to me we was having our conversation initially that it's like a cold times 10. You know, I had chills, and that's what made me think that maybe I didn't have it. Maybe I had a case of it, a form of it, because I had the chills with it, and it only hit me for like two days, and I did take Tylenol. My son had a scratchy throat. I tried to take him to the doctor, and this is right when the pandemic was really hitting, where they were starting to close everything. So the doctors actually canceled our appointment, even though they told me, they called me and said they did, and I, hey, man, water under the bridge. But you have to know what you're dealing with. You know, a lot of people just running in the house, closing the door. They got their mask on, they got the mask on, got the gloves on, they run in the house, to close the door. It's bigger than that. Pay attention to the signs. Pay attention to the signs around you. You know, be, hey, I am my brother's keeper. Pay attention to your neighbors. Don't let somebody drift off into this because I feel like if you don't fight it, it can overtake you. You have to stay Hydrated. You know, we I mean, those vi- the videos. Oh, my God. So many videos came to my inbox. This is what they're doing to try to stop it. Five G towers are being built. This is radiation poison. You know, we had all these different videos coming and there were some videos where people were saying, hey, you know, there was a Bushman. there, man. I love that guy because he just had this demeanor about himself and he was boiling orange pills and using uh, sea salt, the saline solution. And he was inhaling the steam. I don't think that's a bad thing. I mean, just don't put your face in the pot. (laughs) But you have to do things to try to boost your immune system. You know, you got to do things to make sure that you're fighting this. Because I'm not going out without a fight, man. I don't care what it is, whether it's a gunman standing at 20 yards. Man, I'm going to dart towards him or try to run away. I mean, I might not make it. I'm probably not going to make it. I mean... I wasn't a very good cornerback, and the Bears keep drafting cornerbacks. I don't know why I went to that as a <laughs> as a leeway or transition, but I'm not gonna do well running away from anybody. I ain't gonna do well running after anybody. I'm just gonna do my slow drag, my slow limp. <laughs> but the point is, you have to be aware. You know, are you being aware? Are you just doing? Are you doing more than washing your hands? Give me a call at 877-711-5611. Tell me how you are dealing with COVID-19. And if you contracted it, what would you do? You know, we never think about those possibilities. I think that every day, I have my mother with me now. My mother is staying with me for a while. You know, I got my son. And I know that she's an old, elderly person. Her immune system ain't all the way compromised, but you worry. You know, my mother, she's just like she don't care about nothing. I've been in infection control for all these years. My mother used to be an, a registered nurse, <laughs> and she still is nursing from like the seventies. I'm like, mom, things didn't change. You can't keep on. I mean, yeah, you know, if you get a temperature, you you use a thermometer, but she might want to get an old school thermometer check. <laughs> I'm random, <rattle>, like no. <laughs> I'm 44 years old. You ain't giving me that check either. You know, but the point is, things change. You have to pay attention. You know, I want to pay attention to mom and pay attention to your people. You know, don't go through this eyes wide shut. And please don't listen to President Donald Trump and and just, I can't believe he said that, man. This is the leader of the free world. Come on, Trump you got to do better than that, man. You didn't become, I mean, maybe, you know, he became a billionaire because of his family fortune. You know, Donald Trump didn't start off broke and then build his way up, but do better. I wouldn't even made that joke. I mean, that's, you, you know, people, how many videos have you seen where folks is kind of jabbing at the coronavirus and they making all these different coronavirus songs? And some of them have been very creative. You know, hey, I, I get it, <laughs> but, you don't want to tease them, man. It's like family got humor. They go way beyond where they need to go. You know, when Peter Griffin was singing that You Got AIDS song, <laughs> I mean, I sat there. I'm like, Seth MacFarlane, what are you doing? I don't. My balls ain't that big. I couldn't do it. There's no way I could be making jokes and jabbing at HIV. There's no freaking way. But. Self did it, and I don't want that to be the normal. So, yeah, people been jabbing at the coronavirus, but be responsible, and for our president to say you can ingest cleaning supplies, and that's going to help kill the virus. Oh, it's going to kill the heck out the virus big time, along with you with it. So be careful, y'all. I kind of wanted to lighten the mood a little bit. We got a couple of segments to kill, you know, and if you got questions, please call 877-711-5611. You can always... Check out the Darien America podcast. Go to the WCGO radio page. All our shows are there, and you can go to my page and go back to my shows when I first started. Check out what I've been talking about if you've got any questions about COVID-19. But we are coming up on a break, and I want to know how you've been surviving it outside of Frank's tremendous story. And he went back to work, man. (laughs) I love Frank. That is, dude. I will say if I if I did contract COVID-19, I don't know if I would go back and be that anxious to get back to the public and, and be trying to help, man. I mean, I'm a karaoke DJ by trade and I don't think I'm ever letting y'all touch my mics again. <laughs> I'm a little nervous, but, you know, we're we going to wipe them down and they're going to stay on the mic stand. I may tape them to the mic stand. You can touch the mic stand. And I'll wipe the mic stand down afterwards. But we're going to talk about how are you surviving in COVID-19. This is the Darien America Show, WCGO 1590 AM, Simulcast 95.9 FM. Let's go. Welcome back to the Darien America Show, WCGO 1590 AM, Simulcast 95.9 FM. We are covering the state of survival. We spoke to an individual, my man Frank Walker. He actually contracted COVID-19 and he survived it. He and his mom survived it. People are surviving it, y'all, and I want... To talk about that, we need to educate ourselves. What are we doing to get beyond this pandemic? You know, not waiting on just, uh, not waiting on the government. Not. I mean, they're doing their job. I'm not upset at the job Prister is doing or Lori Lightfoot. I didn't even mention her one time today. Y'all ain't y'all proud of me? I didn't go after my mayor. <laughs> That's my mayor. I like little Lori. I'm, hey, shuggy-duggy, quack-quack. She's been very entertaining. I'm glad to see her out in front. On this, you know, her and Governor Pritchett. I don't know if uh Bruce Browden or if Rahm Emanuel would have taken the same stance. I mean, I guess everybody has to if you're in those public seats. But how else are you surviving? I wanted to talk about some of these shows we've been watching. Man, I've been addicted and I got I got wrapped into the Ozark. Man, Randall's, like, yeah, Ozark is it's an interesting show, Randall. What do you think about Ozark, man?
1: I mean, I started to get into it. I kind of got distracted by some other stuff. Yeah. Um You know, I bet it's honestly I've been playing old games. Hmm. To be honest with you, like Ozark was sweet and all, and I started watching some shows and some old shows I hadn't watched in a while. And then I started I found my old Xbox and I'm like, wow. I wonder if the original Halo holds up. <laughs> and it does. And then I pulled up one of the games I had not played since I legit was 16 years old. Mm. Fable three. Wow. So that's when the old 360 came out. Dude, that holds up too.
0: Wow. See, that just, Randall made me feel like I'm like a billion years old because if I go back to my throwback games, I'm talking Legend of Zelda.
1: (laughs) I was actually going to throw that trivia out there. Uh, Going into the second break, Mm. that was actually, that was from Zelda. Mm. It was just kind of chopped and screwed a little.
0: Okay, okay, okay. I can dig it. It sounded really good. Man, I I couldn't imagine if I plugged up my old Nintendo (laughs) (laughs) If <laughs> you got the cartridge, you got to. <laughs> I don't even. I, I, I hope that my Nintendo is resting somewhere in somebody's junkyard. But uh, I know I took the top off. If you didn't have a Nintendo and take your top off and blow in it and just blow the cartridge out until you had dust flying all in your eyes, that's old school. And that Sega Genesis, man, I hate that Sega disappeared because that Tecmo Bowl was one of the greatest games ever invented. It was the pathway for John Madden. But I ain't played no games in so long, man. I I would love to bring my Nintendo back or my PlayStation. I, my PlayStations, all of them died. So I've been watching these shows, man. That Ozark got me. It was Jason Bateman. That dude been around like forever. And he don't get old. I mean, he, he look a little, little weathered through the time, but Jason still ain't passing for like a day past 40. And Jason got to be well into his 50s. I would say approaching sixty but Jason Bateman is awesome. I've always liked him, even as a young actor. But something that kind of drives me crazy about these shows, man. Now, the Ozark is a show that's supposed to take place in this country bumpkin town, this backwoods town, where they like to throw the term hillbilly around. Ain't nobody fat. I mean, if you're gonna be a hillbilly, (laughs) not that I have a degree in hillbillyology, but the hillbillies, they, they look like hillbillies. I'm waiting to see the overalls with no shirt. You know, I want to see my my fat hillbilly doing what they do. But everybody on the show is beautiful. But they have touched some some hillbilly type uh, topics, though. They got an old lady on there. I mean, you don't ever want to call a woman old, but she got to be. I mean, I can't even remember all the names right now, but she kicking at least 55, 57 in the butt. And her boyfriend is barely 19. mm mm Now, I know the 50-year-olds are today because I'm approaching it, <laughs> so I can't act like it's, it's that far away from me. But a 50, almost 60 years, she looked like she's 65, let me tell you. She looked like the Crypt Keeper. And she getting down with this young boy. I'm like, man, you ain't scared you're going to break her hip or not? <laughs> Girl, you better get you some health insurance, for real, for real. I don't know, man, but the the, the, the show itself is, is starting to roll along. I'm in season three, and I, I got, like, maybe two more episodes to go. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it, it is what it is. It's a it's a decent show. I like Ozark. It, it kind of got me. The first season was slow, but, you know, I, I want to finish these last couple episodes and see where is it going for, you know, for season four. I mean, if I'm going to stay tuned with it, because I tried to get into uh, Game of Thrones. Nah, pass. I threw that away after the first three episodes i guess because i was watching so much spartacus back in the day when spartacus blood and sand hit man that was like the hottest thing on tv i was spartacus is wild it's deep man and they but the the diction that they speak in it's like okay i can only take so much shakespeare could you imagine trying to talk like that today
1: <laughs> i mean it's not as bad as when you're watching uh lord of the rings
0: oh my god
1: that's another one Man, please. You get used to it, though. That's the thing. You get used to it. Yeah, and I get tired of it. <laughs> <laughs> I get used to it, then you get tired of it. I understand.
0: After a while, I'll be like, if you don't speak some regular Spanglish English, Ebonics, tell me something. I'm that it, it it drives me crazy. So I tried. I did the first four episodes of Game of Thrones, and there's no way I was getting ready to get through ten seasons of that. I'm like, mm, pass. But I did get into those DC comic heroes shows. And then they started getting boring to me because you can actually see, you know, my degree was cinematography. So you can see the difference in the writing and who's directing what. I actually like black lightning and how they approached black lightning. Black lightning is getting boring. The flash is probably the most boring one of all. I'm like, how are you the fastest dude in the world? And you keep getting beat up. <laughs> I'm like, who's fast enough to hit you. He beats himself up more than anybody. It's starting to become boring, and, and I'm like, I, I really, I think we've passed the superhero phase. You know when you go, the movies out there, while, they get these trends. Well, I think the superhero, I don't want to see no more superhero movies. They bringing out Stargirl. I'm like, man, I don't want to see none of this. They done beat Batman and Superman. Def- I mean, Batman versus Superman. Batman beat up Superman. Come on, man. And then you got old Ben Affleck beating up Superman. <laughs> Ben Affleck can't beat up Ben Affleck. You know, he was Daredevil and Superman. Whatever. What are you watching to get get through these COVID-19 times? Because we're going to be locked down for another 30 days, y'all. Call me at 877-711-5611. You can't leave it on my Facebook page. And what are you doing to survive COVID-19? Man, I got to start. I'm trying to get through Ozark because I want to watch... The Last Dance. I want to see that uh, Michael Jordan documentary. And it's been a lot of stuff on there that people've been talking about. They was tripping on when uh, Charles Oakley smacked Scottie Pippen. <laughs> hey man, if you a rookie, you don't get to talk smack. You shut up and you carry the bags, rookie. Charles Oakley introduced it. Oakley is a, a a bad dude, man. Not he's not. I wouldn't say he's a bad person, but. He was fighting at the Garden, and they kicked him out of the Garden a few years ago, man. Oakley, I mean, I didn't see nothing happen like that with Lambeer or Mahorn or Isaiah Thomas. I hate the rap that Isaiah Thomas gets, too. He is from Chicago, y'all. But if you did a poll, I would say you polled 100 Chicagoans who kind of know about basketball and asked them, do they like Isaiah Thomas? I would guarantee that probably 9 out of 10 are going to say they hate Isaiah
1: Thomas. See, here's the thing. I was 2 when that series happened, and I was born in 88, so (laughs) that 90s series. But even I know, Isaiah's a punk. (laughs) You know, he he punked out in that series. Him and Lambeer both. Lambeer was the baddest man in the NBA, period. You did not play with Bill Lambeer. And then they walked off the court, and everyone, it was basically Jordan threw the punk card down and said, What? We beat you. Now what? And they just walked off and said, all right, we're done. Well, they had to walk off because Mike, he decided
0: that he wasn't going to lose to them no more. The Pistons was beating the crud out of Mike. They was physically manhandling him. The years before when the Pistons actually went to the finals, they was whooping Mike physically. (laughs) I mean, couldn't nobody really beat him on the basketball court, but you beat him up and the Pistons were good at beating MJ up. That man said, I'm tired. (laughs) He went and got in the gym Got his body right, got his soldiers around him right, and they whooped the pistons. I was, man, I was in my heyday then. I was like late high school. Maybe I was a senior in high school. I remember riding the streets when we was blowing the horns, and I had a convertible at the time. That's right. I drove a convertible. I had a Geo tracker. (laughs) The ugliest car known to man. Yeah, but the ladies loved it. I had the competition blue. With the white hard top, the white rag top, I tore up both tops. Well, somebody ripped my top when I was in Carbondale. That's a story for another day. But, um, man, I remember riding around and blowing the horn, and everybody was friendly, and girls was flashing you. I'm like, man, because Michael Jordan won a championship, you going to pull your breasties out and let me see them? I ain't mad at Michael Jordan. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I am not mad at you, Michael Jordan. Thank you for being as good as you were. Because we ain't had no celebrations like that in a while, man. The Blackhawks won a few. The, so- the Cubs. Yeah, I skipped over the Sox. <laughs> I'm going to get my car revoked when I get back to the south side. I'm Chicago, man. But there was no celebration like those Bulls celebrations. I wish the Bulls would win again, man. And, well, they got some new front office, so we shall see. But the moral of the story today, y'all, and I'm having a little bit of fun at the end of the show, I hope you all are staying safe. But if you do come in contact with the COVID-19 virus, figure it out. It's not a death sentence. I think that the government needs to be a little more social responsible and tell us what we can do to survive it. You know, some of us has lost people. I've, I've lost people. I know you all have lost people, and there are people still fighting for their lives with this, man. I think it's deeper than just a mask and gloves. If you contract it, you can live from it. You just gotta know what you're doing. It's the Darian America Show, WCGO 1590 AM. Thanks for joining me, y'all. And you've been listening to the Darian America Show, brought to you on WCGO 1590 AM, simulcast 95.9 FM. We air each and every Saturday from noon to 1 p.m. This is Darian America saying thank you for tuning in.